0: running through your mind. All the excuses don't have the time. All the rejection you have to
1: Good evening and welcome to Milestones. This is your host, Sarah Conrad. Tonight's show is titled, Successful Scholars Part 5, Taking on the World. Tonight you will meet Jack, another ACB scholarship winner. He will inspire you to meet every challenge full speed ahead.
0: for the broken hearted A silent prayer for 50-parted I ain't gonna be just the face in the crowd You're gonna hear my voice when I shout it out loud It's my
1: Jack, thank you for uh, volunteering to be on the show. And, uh, no
0: problem. Thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely, and congratulations on being an ACP scholarship winner this year.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm really excited.
1: <laughs> absolutely. So um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about um, where you are in school, what you're studying?
0: Yeah, so I'm going to Worcester Polytechnical Institute in uh, uh, Massachusetts. And there I'm gonna be studying. I'm uh, probably double majoring in mechanical and robotic engineering.
1: Wonderful. And what led you to study engineering?
0: Ever um, I've sort of been like a little kid, I've always really liked uh, building stuff. And then um, once I went to high school, I joined my uh, robotics team, which sort of you know put that passion towards specific area. That's that's kind of what I realized what I like to do was engineering. So.
1: That's great. Can you describe some of the things you were able to do on the robotics team?
0: Yeah. So uh, every year we have six weeks to design, build, and test a robot uh, for the challenge of that year. Uh, my freshman year of high school, I had to build a frisbee shooting robot. And then, you know, every, every year the challenge would change. This year we had um, a robot that could uh, go up to basically dodge balls, draw them in, and then shoot and up like a 10-foot pole into a little hole that they had to go in there. So, yeah.
1: A lot of creative problem-solving and using all of, um, all of your skills to have the robot do all kinds of different things each year, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, it, was, it was a lot of fun, a lot of
0: tests and fails and, you know, learning mistakes and, you know, just ha- having a lot of fun with, you know, kids that have the same interests as you, but also building a robot that you should be proud of.
1: That's great. What are you hoping to eventually do as a career then? Um,
0: I, I think i probably want to go into the robotics field, like, you know, maybe trying to figure out, um, you know, how robotics can help, you know, more of, like, humanity. And i also, I'm always interested in um, green energy, too. So, you know, maybe, maybe figuring out, like, you know, like, self-driving cars and that are, you know, 100% eco-friendly or, you know, something kind of involved in robotics and saving gear.
1: That's great. Thank you. So, um, you know, when you think about your studies or, you know, some of um, the activities that you've been involved in, uh, what accomplishments stand out to you as um, accomplishments that you're really proud of? Um, I'd probably say
0: that would be my two-year term on the Governor's Statewide Youth Council in uh, Massachusetts. So what it was, was uh, had a two-year term serving under Governor all Patrick, and, um, I was on a group of 24 kids, uh, um, selected from all across Massachusetts, uh, two from each county. So, I, I was one of two people that I was representing my county in Massachusetts. And, um, and, uh, you know, we basically each year would pick, um, a topic to work on. Issues. So uh, our first year was bullying, which was a lot of fun. You know, we, we ended up raising a bunch, a bunch of important issues. And what I really liked about it is because you know, I was visually impaired, I also sort of got to bring up bullying and um, you know how, how people are visually impaired and how people bullied for that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which I was really you know happy to do, really proud of. Um, and then my second year, we ended up working on youth homelessness, which was also really cool. And it brought it brought up things that I didn't know about, and, and ended up having um, helping out schools um, with uh, their the kids that go to school but are still homeless. Or and we also helped out um, a couple of organiza- organizations and charities with fundraising school supplies for homeless youth.
1: Well, that's awesome. How were you chosen for that? How do they um, choose the students to be involved in that program?
0: Um, Basically, uh, you had to apply. And um, once you applied, they did like a background check on you. And then, you know, I had to get uh, references and all sorts of things. Sure. And then once they had all that information, they... Two kids from each county who they thought could best represent their county.
1: That's great. I'm sure you were able to have some really diverse conversations with other students about those issues.
0: Oh yeah, it was really cool. It was you, know, you got to see sort of what each different county in Massachusetts kind of had to offer. I guess mm-hmm. that, that was really cool.
1: That's great. So as you think about your studies um, and, you know, some of the accomplishments that you've had, um, how have, you know, the role of mentors or friends or family members um, helped you? How have people played a role in, in helping you to achieve the success that you've had? Okay, yeah, so, um, so I guess first I'll start with the
0: mentor thing, which is on my robotics team, we actually had three mentors who would help us, um, you know, build the robots and give their input. Um, you know, they they really helped me out because they, you know, sort of showed me the passion that I have, and they basically put into it. to it. You know, I I always like I said I always like building all kind of stuff, but never really knew what like in the real world what that would be. Mm-hmm. And they helped sort of show me that that passion for engineering mm. and that's what they're for, and that's what I should pursue. So, you know, for that, that was you know, really big for me. Um, and then my parents have always been really supportive of you know, helping me do what I want to do, and doing whatever they can to help me do that. And you know, being Australian parents, they've always really helped me out with that. Mm-hmm. and really stuck out for me when I was younger and, you know, couldn't really voice my own opinion and, you know, helped me sort of shape the, like the person that I can now, like, advocate for myself. Yeah, so, um, uh, so they helped me learn how to advocate for myself so that now, you know, when, when I was younger, they wouldn't, so they wouldn't take any sort of nonsense. So now... Same way, you know, sort of like a tough cookie, just like there.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> so then, my friends, you know, they they all know, you know, I'm visually impaired, and they all try and help out wherever they can. And you know, if, if I'm hanging out with know, them, going to like dinner. You know, they'll help me read the menu. You know, they're always all really understanding of you know what I need and what I don't need. And you know, they always kind of help push me to maybe do things that, I maybe would be, I, I wouldn't think to do. I guess. Oh, that's but, you know, it, it, yeah. yeah.
1: Sounds like you have a really good support system all around.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm really lucky.
1: That's awesome. So, um, can you describe some situations where you've had to advocate for yourself?
0: Yeah. So, um, I mean, I guess sort of so far the best one was um, uh, having to talk to uh, the disability service, the WPI. So, you know, when I was there, I really had to, I, you know, I worked with my TVI to um, make up a list of, you know, all the things that me and had learned over middle school, and high school. So, you know, I was really I was saying what exactly I needed and I really wasn't taking, you know, no, I really was taking no for an answer. So because of that, I got all of my accommodations that I needed for college. Great. Yeah.
1: Any other times that you can think of when you've had to, you know, advocate for yourself in school or, you know, in work or in other settings?
0: And, you know, there's, like, there's been times where teachers have either not understood that, you know, like, I, maybe they're not helped me enough or helped me too much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, that, that's kind of a common problem that I have where, you know, they, they either, the teachers think that, you know, okay, you, know, you can walk around. Getting to my next class, which I don't need. You know, it was always sort of like, you know, like I go to a teacher if they were under supportive, like I talk to them and them what exactly I need, and you know, make sure that they understood it. And if they're over, let's just say like over excited, I'd just be like, listen, you know, I, I I appreciate the help, but there's a lot of things that I can't do you know, are the things that I can't do that I need help with, but just, you know, if I do need help with, like, something like opening a door and getting my next class, I'll let you know, and I appreciate it, but most of the time, I don't.
1: (laughs) Wonderful. Trying to help them find that balance between helping when you need it and not helping you when you don't. So I imagine, you know, in engineering and um, in some of your classes, uh, being more, you know, math and science related, Um, there are a lot of topics that tend to be more visual, so how um, have you found um, it best to overcome um, some of those challenges, you know, creating robots or working with computers or um, working with equations that, you know, have very visual symbols, how have you overcome some, some of those challenges in school?
0: because then I can trim it you know, as much as I want
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I can do all the symbols and, and write down on my own and kind of figure out the math but I um, think sort of the toughest thing working on a physical robot and you know with that there's, there, there's things that you know I've, I've accepted that I can't really do like you know drill a really precise hole mm. or cut a really precise measurement which you know, the other kids might what would always help me with. But you know, there's a lot of other things that I could do. You know, I could design stuff. So I could put things I can put the parts together and I've really found an issue with you know, bolting something together screwing something together. But you know, it was just mainly the precise measurements that I have that an issue with. Sure. So and, and you know, like I said I, I have people who help me out and
1: Sure. Definitely. Well, and I'm sure that there are other people on your team who, you know, need help with other things that you can help them with. I'm sure that's just a part of teamwork, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, you help with each other. If you can do something that they can't, you help them. If they can do something that you can't, they help you.
1: Absolutely. That's great. So as you've, you know, graduated high school and you think about grade school, um, you know, if, if you could give advice to kids who are blind or visually impaired going through school now, what, what advice would you give them as you think about you know some of the challenges that you've overcome and some of the experiences that you've had through school?
0: Yeah. Um, I'd say for me the biggest one was don't be afraid to stand up and say what you, what you need. You know, don't think that have to suffer through, you know, not being able to read something, or not be able to read something, even though you just because a teacher says no. You know, go to the principal, go to a guidance counselor, and let them know. And you know, even don't be afraid of what your classmates think. You know, be yourself. Like times, mm-hmm. you know, my, my whole by the end of this, my high school career, my whole. Grade and all the classes around you that I was visually impaired, you know, it wasn't abnormal speed in the middle of class, get up and walk up to the board, sit mm-hmm. next to the
1: teacher, sure. on the board. Sure.
0: So, you know, just, you know, do what you need to do to be successful and don't be afraid of what other people think and don't take no for an answer.
1: Mm. That's really good advice. It's hard to live by, but it's really good advice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: (laughs) So you mentioned using a CCTV. Have you found any other technologies or other accommodations helpful um, in your field?
0: Yeah. um, I thought the iPad works really well. Mm -hmm.
1: Because
0: not only can you take pictures of stuff, submit on that, but um, there's so many apps. We'll have smart board projectors. Okay. So. Take my time. like do okay,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and you know survive. It, 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 for me, it's you, you know you wouldn't see me in any class without it. Whenever I forget it, I forget it. I basically, I might as well like go home because I just, I relied on it so heavily.
1: Hmm. Sure. Sure.
0: Yeah, I I use ZoomText on my computer along with Dragon Speech, which is really good kind of combination. Um, I, I, I took uh, college classes at a math facility which is a college school. So, math was kind bad on. like a turn it or anything like something, So, just a pebble for, you know, small things. I didn't really want to take it back to a PTV or, you know, it was just something quick and small to do too. Was also really good to read
1: them. Okay. So outside of school, um and you know, I, I know you mentioned robotics, were you involved in any other um activities outside of school?
0: Yeah, so um uh, you know, I obviously robotics was one. Um and then on top of that I used to uh, track, spring track after the robotic season. And then I also uh, E-team for a couple of years, too. which was really fun.
1: You did what? I'm sorry, I missed uh, that. you team And what is that?
0: Uh, it was basically a uh, key racing team you know, where you'd go up against other high schools.
1: Oh, great. Very cool.
0: Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. I was warming up know, and then outside of, like, school kind of um, programs so I like, I work on restoring cars because that's like I say I like to build things so that's something that I really like to do. Um I I walk boards, I could snowboard um yeah, you know those sort of things. Right.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Uh yeah, I I um, fix and ride they their bikes. <laughs> wow, that's I that's like pretty much anything with the motor I like to work on and if I can ride it or use it. <laughs> that's
1: great. <laughs> Do you find that that's challenging with your vision, or are you able to find you know places that you're able to ride those things um, that that's not a problem?
0: To come on. I know to slow down, and they go off. And I know that I can keep going, and wherever she goes, I just follow basically.
1: That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Well, um, I guess just one more question. You know, just broadly, um, do you have any encouragement to share with our listeners who, you know, you've obviously achieved a lot. You know, in in school and you know in your studies in. Your extracurriculars with robotics and sports. So, do you have any encouragement to share with our listeners who are working towards goals of their own?
0: Yeah. um, You know, find what makes you happy and Mm -hmm. follow that. You know, don't, just because somebody says you're visually impaired, you can't do that, don't let that stop you. You know, if you want to do something, do it. And maybe it might not be. The traditional way of doing it, but you know, they'll make it work. Absolutely. And, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much for um, participating on the show. Congratulations again for um, being a scholarship winner this year, and uh, good luck to you um, for your first year of college.
0: Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. my
1: If you've missed an episode of Milestones, be sure to go to acbradio.org to check out the archives. You can also go to acbmilestones.weebly.com for more information about our show. If you or someone you know would like to share about their milestone, please contact me on our website at acbmilestones.weebly.com. Everyone has a milestone story to share. Why not share yours? That's all for our show tonight. I hope you were inspired by Jack's story. He sure takes on life every single day. Join me next week to meet Lisa, a scholarship winner who went back to school after taking time off. Until then, this is your host, Sarah Conrad. Off to mark milestones of my own.